Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello, and welcome back. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about the value and doom of a niche. (laughs) I got a kick out of the word doom. (laughs) I was like, really, Elizabeth, we're going to use that word? Yes, yes, we are. So when we think about a niche, here's what I was thinking. I was thinking about a coach and all the things that are between them and the results that they want. Now, what those results might vary, but the the general gist of results a coach wants who's building a business is they want clients, they want consults, they want to have a process that they repeat, they want a sense of ease and enjoyment with the things that they're doing as opposed to, you know, pressure, urgency, worry, anxiety, because, you know, we can build businesses like that too. And so when I think about the things between a coach where they're at and wanting this business, one of the things that gets in the way and slows them down is this concept that we call a niche. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about how a niche can both be valuable and be your doom, <laughs> because it can be both. So let's, let's talk about how it can be your doom first, because obviously I get to keep using the word doom. <laughs> Here's how a niche and the sense of thinking about it can not be helpful. And it's because a niche is the place where a lot of coaches stumble. It's the point where there's a lot of confusion and uncertainty and indecision. And so when we have a point where people regularly stumble, they're regularly confused, and they regularly don't make decisions, right, because it feels impossible and hard, that becomes a point in building a business that it's like you want to look at. So here are some of the very common things that I hear a coach who's, who's in this doom zone of the niche say or think. They might say, it would be easier to pick a niche. It'd be easier to pick a different niche, right? So maybe they've chosen one, but now they're like idolizing a different niche And they're thinking that it will be easier to make money over there, right? If they just change the parts of it. Or they might say, you know, I'm not getting the results that I want. And their mind says it's because of the niche, right? This is where we have to be careful because our brains are so, um, you know, they don't mean to be sneaky. So we don't want to make it sound like that. But it's like our brains are constantly trying to solve the problem. And so sometimes we, our brains and I, attribute the problem to something that it isn't. And so you you might have the thought, well, I'm not getting the results I want and therefore it must be because of my niche. Or maybe you're thinking my niche has to be specific or more specific, right? I'll know it's specific enough because I won't be confused anymore because I'll be getting the results that I want. Or this one, I remember this myself. This is the most important part. I can't move forward without it. 
And if you have these beliefs about a niche, you're going to stumble and delay and feel confused, right? You probably already do. You're like, yeah, check, got it. But it comes down to something very basic, which is knowing what a niche actually is. And here's what it is, other than a word, right? Like let's let's always keep that in mind as a belief about words. Like we can always just believe that a word, like a, a sentence, a, a word is just a, a word, right? It's nothing more. The word niche is just a word. But if we're going to come in and define it, what is, the, like what's the point of a niche? The point of a niche is to give you direction in your business. The point of a niche is to give you direction in your business. Now notice, right? The point of a niche is like clarity, simplicity, like self-given direction. But often what happens when the idea of a niche is introduced to a business owner is that, right, they spiral, they don't decide, they, they don't let themselves have direction. And it's going to seem really justified, like, no, I really do need to choose one, or I really do need to choose a different one, or this really is the most important part. But the thing that that, like, you're, you're forgetting when you're in that space is that your sense of direction is just going to keep growing and changing the longer you do business. And so whatever sense of direction you can give yourself right now, and I know some of you are going to struggle with this, but the, the, the magic point is finding a place where the direction you give yourself now is enough direction. That you don't need to search for more direction. You just have to stop and see the direction you already have to give yourself. Because when you stop and see, right, what direction do I already know? What direction can I give myself? Because the other part of a niche is it's, what's it direction around? It's direction around who you help and to what end, right? The result that those people want and who. So those are the two pieces. A niche is direction on who you help and to what end, right? Like what result they want. And so when you're thinking about the direction you're giving yourself, there's typically already quite a bit of direction you already know. But when you're searching for the right, the right niche, the right direction, more specific, that actually causes you to keep searching rather than stopping and seeing what you know. Inside of my program, one of the things that I teach is this idea of vague-ish. And so often, right, how do we tie ourselves up in loops and <clears throat> right, trap ourselves in things that don't feel good anymore is it's this idea of being really specific. And so when you allow yourself to be vague-ish, you allow yourself to give yourself direction without expectation that you're going to have all the direction forever, right? It's, it's resting in the direction I have now is enough. And so I want you to think about this, right? If you just think about right this minute, what do you already know about who you want to help? Now, when we're letting this be vague that might mean 
that you're like, well, I'm a general life coach, right? Notice how general this is already. Like you might just decide I am a general life coach, which means that people come to me, right? When you think about the result to what end, you're like, well, these are some of the results that I like to help people with. These are some of the things that I teach them as a general life coach to get those results. So you might say, you know what? I teach them how to set a goal and hit it. You might say, I teach them how to um, like manage their mind so that they can experience themselves and their environment in a more powerful way. You might say that as a general life coach, that one of the things you do is help them to manage and create their emotions, right? But it's to what end? And you might just pick some results. You're like, here are some of the things that I talk about. Or maybe, right, as a general life coach, you might talk about the way you get them there and how that ties into different results. So notice how it's still pretty vague. And then when you think about your who and you're like just giving yourself direction, you're like, well... I actually really like coaching women. And maybe it's a man saying it, right? That's what's fun. You don't always have to be a woman coaching women. You can be a woman coaching a man. You can be a man coaching women. doesn't matter. So you're just kind of giving yourself that direction. And even as a general life coach, you might say, you know what? I really like coaching women. And then you might get just a little bit more specific because you're giving your own self direction. And you might say, you know what? It's actually not all women. This is what's so fun to think about is like if you imagine the world and it's like you start to to like first picture the actual earth and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm looking at all these continents on this earth. There's actually tons of continents that don't even speak the language I speak, which because you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume our shared language is English. So you might say, you know what? There's an entire group of women in this world that don't speak English. Those aren't my people. Now, what I love about coming really big and coming down like this is that you're giving your own brain direction. Your brain's like, obviously, <laughs> but it's no longer like freaking out about the detail of it. It's like, yeah, clearly we, we don't help anybody who doesn't speak English. And then you narrow it in a little more and you're like, they have access to the internet. How do I know? Because I'm only showing up and talking to people who have access to the internet. There are tons more people who will never have access because they just simply don't have internet and don't speak English. They will never be my client, right? Notice how those are two, those, those are huge layers of women that we've just cut out. Now you might bring it down and you might, you might just look at a very like typical level. Like I live in the Midwest and you might just think about different types of people like there might be, um, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking about movies I've watched, right? Where there's this like busy attorney woman who's like really successful and goes to parties in the nights and, right? Obviously this is totally made up. I'm sure these people really exist. <laughs> but when I think about who I am and who I write to, it's like, oh, you know what? That person's probably not going to be attracted to what I write. She might be. But you might start to narrow in with your like, well, actually, you know, it's really like I'm a mom and I speak about mommy things, 
or I'm a wife, like the person who's going to relate, they might not, right? They obviously can always be outside of this, but it's likely that my person is also a mom. And then that might just be your one layer in where you're like, the person I'm talking to and selling general life coaching to is a mom. And then when you give yourself that direction of mom, you're like, oh, here's the very specific things I might talk about general life coaching to a mom that I wouldn't ever talk about to a single woman living in New York City who wears high heels and goes to parties on the weekends and or clubs, goes to the club, whatever that's called, (laughs) right? Like these are two completely different sets of humans And it's not to say they don't have common problems that a life coach can solve. It's just that that the way you speak to them and what they relate to is going to typically be different. So notice how when we come down to you giving your own self-direction, there's actually tons of information you already know. And then that gets to be the direction. And then you get to, here's where it gets specific, you guys. It's in your content. It's not in your niche. So notice how it's like the niche can doom you if you stay trying to change it and adjust it, right? You keep trying to to change who you help and the result you get them and you work with them on. And the only reason that the brain does this is because it's overvaluing that information and overvaluing getting the right answer or overvaluing that it's going to be easier Instead of being and starting where you're at, giving yourself direction on who you help and what that result looks like, and then letting your content be where you get very specific. And so when we stay inside of that general life coach example, their content is going to get specific because when they write content, they're going to be thinking of a mom And I bet, right, like this is what's fun about when you give yourself direction, they're probably thinking about, sometimes it might change, but it's like when they're thinking about being a mom, they're probably thinking they have children from zero to 18. But it's a completely different person and way of thinking who's a parent of an adult child and now they're just like living life, right? Like that's a completely different kind of parent, although they still may relate When you're thinking about your specificness, you just, you might not be purposely talking to them. That's the cool part, you guys. Even when you give yourself direction, just keep in mind, people who don't fit who you're talking to are still watching. They're still listening. They're seeing where that connection is. And there's still like that, that overlap where it's like those people may still come and hire you, but you've given yourself direction on who you speak to. And the result you help them create so that your content can be more specific and more, it's not consistent in terms of like frequency, but it's consistent in terms of what you talk about. Because when we think about being a general life coach and showing up and talking to moms for the most part and knowing there is like there's a series of results you feel really amazing about helping them get and you're open to there's more results they could bring me and I can definitely help them. That like gives you a direction and a consistency in your beliefs about what you're offering, your beliefs about who you help. And then it's like, even if they see you talking about marriage or parenting or um, how to handle like disappointment or whatever, right? It's like they, you're, what you've established is this baseline of, I am a coach, I can help. 
instead of like, oh, I'm a marriage coach or I'm a... <clears throat> a dating coach or I'm a this or a that, right? Like where it's like when you jump around trying to be super specific, that confuses people. It doesn't give you the, the, the consistency in them receiving who you are. So remember, right? We're going to wrap all this up to a niche can give you value or it can doom you. <laughs> and a niche isn't meant to, it's, it's not going to create your results, right? It's going to give you direction and you are going to go create those results. And so you want to be cautious that you're not allowing your niche to be the stumbling block between you and the business you want to build. And if you are, that's okay. That's just the part you have to work through. And you need like the remembering of the point of a niche is to give me direction the niche does not give me direction. I give me direction. But the idea of the niche is I give myself direction on who I help and the, the result, right? The to what end. And then my content is where I get really specific. The other part I want you to remember is that it's going to develop. And I think that was, that's one of the things that I just, I didn't realize this, right? In the early parts of my business, I remember agonizing over needing to have a niche, needing for it to be really clever and like simple and like, oh man, I agonized so much, you guys. <laughs> and when I just finally let it be okay, that whatever I knew right now was all I needed, right? This was the direction and now it was just time to go create, it made it so much easier. And then I got to start focusing on other things. Because staying in the space of your niche is, it's not that it's safer because it still feels awful, but it's, it's your brain just choosing not to make decisions here so that you can move on and like make more decisions and move closer to what you want. Your niche is not going to create your results. You are. You making decisions, you deciding that this is what I chose and I'm going to figure out how to make it work. I'm not going to change anything without some like serious information. And I'm going to, I'm like, just going to go find out. I'm going to go help who I help and I'm going to help and talk to them with this very specific content to get the result. And I'm just going to keep trying it and getting specific and allowing myself to, to gain more information as I go. Because we don't get to have, right? We don't, we don't get like magically given all the brilliance we're going to have a couple of years from now. And so instead, we just have to start where we are. You get to start where you're at right now. And I, I just promise you that a couple of years from now, you're going to have so much more insight and so much more direction to give yourself but you're not supposed to have it right now. You're supposed to start with what you have now, the direction you can give yourself. You're supposed to go and just create the experience doing that. And then as you get experience, you're going to add to it. And in a couple of years, you're going to look up and you're going to be like, wow, my niche is really specific. I'm really specific about who I help and to what end. This is so cool. This is so simple. This is so beautiful. And some of you will have that immediately, but if you don't, that's okay too, because it's going to come.
Okay, that's it for this week. Don't let your niche doom you because it is not the reason that you don't have the business you want yet. It could be a stumbling block, but you're, you can choose to use your decisions and the direction you give yourself for yourself and the business you're building. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.